Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Hello, I'm wel- and welcome to the Discovery Tarot Path. I'm Reverend Stephanie Neal. And I am sure you have your Weight Rider deck with you as we discuss the three. So go ahead and pull the following cards, if you haven't already, which are the Three of Wands, Three of Cups, Three of Swords, Three of Pentacles, the Empress, the Hanged Man, and the World. Let's start with the Three of Wands. In this numeral group that has the number three assigned or reduced to the single digit three is about community and unity or the lack thereof. As we look at the three of wands, it says that unshakable stability is realized those times within your life that you have worked with a good team finally realizing this mission is unshakable, unshakable and so successful. And you'll see all of these cards will generally say uh, the same thing, well, you know, with the little twists here and there, but they will agree with this general uh, precept. Now, sometimes this card has been called in the past the Lord of Virtue, Now, as we look at the Three of Wands card, we can see this person standing from the top of a large hill, looking down upon the sea. As he is watching his three ships leaving the shoreline with a feeling of contentment, this person is of good character. He recognizes that a successful business has taken place, and that good enterprise represents an established undertaking that can move forward smoothly. He is taking a moment to enjoy the fruits of everyone's labor without fear or trepidation. In other words, not worrying about tomorrow. And do not worry what comes next. Know that you are in a good place. And that this moment, by appreciating your fellow workers, friends, and family, he holds one of his living wands. Because if you look at the picture, it shows that these wands have living greenery growing out of the wands, recognizing every harmonious group ushers in new growth, new life to every individual within the group and together as a unit. We move to the Three of Cups. The Three of Cups shows new opportunities. The journey has begun. Progress is just beginning as they celebrate the end 
of a successful harvest. We all know that is how it works usually, that when there is an end of something, then you know something new is about to come into your life, a beginning of something else. As we look at the scene, we see three grown women celebrating their partnership among the ripe pumpkins with a joyous toast, one woman holding purple grapes in one hand and a cup of wine in her other hand. This scene depicts the entire process that they started with grape vines, turning one form into another form, grapes into wine. In celebration with three cups of wine, cheering and and the group's effort in this process and to their supportive community. As we all know, it takes a village to produce a good wine and a good group. She changed one thing into another thing in her life, the grapes into wine. Do you have something in your life that can be changed? The feeling of this picture truly represents autumn or fall, abundance, knowing that it is through community that these three women grew together, ensuring the entire process was completed to this point of joy. Notice how that uh, is, uh, comes close to the last card. The joy activates change. Joy activates inventions. Joy attracts joy. Joy activates creativity. Notice each woman is dressed differently, bringing something different to the table. In other words, bringing different perspectives and different skills, talents to the table, all adding to the process of success. Now, one woman wears a yellow tabard over a white gown. One wears a white gown and one wears a red gown with a red robe, all colors of living life to its fullest, all colors that represent full self-awareness, full self-actualization. As we ponder on Waite's definition, the meaning of this card is the conclusion of a matter in plenty, perfection and gaiety, happy issue, victory, liberality, abundance, a healing to come. Right, so when Waite wrote his book, he kept this book very simple, not going into much detail about the meanings for each of these cards, uh, giving the broad strokes of the meaning. Rest assured, you can find many books in the past, especially in the 1800s, and presently, giving more meaning to each card. Authors that go deeper into each of these cards believe the tarot evolves over time, and that's correct. However, they um, make uh, sure to first understand the tarot's history. It is suggested before changing the tarot to first understand the original meanings 
and history, focusing on authors of the 1800s and authors today, and of course the 1900s, then once you have uh, the basics, which this is what we're doing now, allow the tarot meanings to evolve for you through time. Especially first know what has been before, before evolving the meaning for the present culture. By the end of this year, well, it's a year-long course, you will have had approached the tarot using several methods and perceptions. Then it will be up to you to decide which methods or combination of methods and meanings that confirm your sensibilities. And, of course, I will be uh, presenting new ways to approach the tarot. So for those who are beginners or even adepts, it is good to have concise, short sentences related to each card. Then, if you are still interested and want to move on and study more about the story, because this is exactly what it is, it is a story inside many stories, or vice versa. The tarot is about everything. The tarot is about the stages of the human experience. In general, the Three of Cups represent um, a mutual respect and love for each other produces productivity. Yet some business people truly do not utilize this as a strong uh, success tool to benefit others as individuals and as a valued group. Mutual respect, again, for each other obviously produces benefits. The Three of Wands represents uh, good opportunities coming as worries fly away. When you see this card, it is time to release your worries so that your hands are empty, so that when life presents you with good opportunities, you have made a way and made a place for the good opportunities to enter into your life. If life is too cluttered with worry, then most likely opportunities are not seen through the clutter. Or if they are seen, the will or the stamina is not sufficient to seize the day. It is imperative to be focused on your receptiveness and preparedness, all in ease, allowing for good things to enter your life. This card also indicates business travel, even though I have never figured out why. However, many tarot authors have indicated uh, business travel. And focusing on improving our community relationships should be the first goal on anyone's business plan, on anyone's volunteer group uh, uh, plan, respecting and working with the community, helping each other to thrive. This card in the past has been referred to as the Lord of Abundance card. Moving to the Three of Swords. Now, some folks become upset when the Three of Swords card shows up. It looks, well, so hopeless. 
When considering the Three of Swords, sometimes it can mean that there is a belief in your life that needs to be removed. It could be a seemingly insignificant idea on how you look at life, yet it is tearing you down, or literally a physical thing within your life stopping you from moving forward. There is something causing division. So ask yourself if, if anything is being uh, taken away from you. Whenever you see a stressful card or seemingly stressful card, form a question so that you can arrive at a place of ease, focusing on what needs to be changed to make a change. All the while change is in your hands. Anything negative that comes up within any spread, you are perfectly capable to change your future by your decisions today. If this card is about you, which it is, and the suit of swords is about thoughts, which it is, then what the heck are you saying to yourself? This good card is exposing what you are doing to yourself. The question here, have you been beating up your soul with, the rage, with a raging war within your mind? Why are you, are you beating yourself up? Uh, why are you so hard on yourself? Were you taught to treat yourself this way? Begin the journey of reducing and replacing such burdening thoughts with hope-filled actions. Yes, it's easier said than done, but it, it can be done. Sometimes we walk in dark places, sad times. All are a part of life, knowing we dissipate darkness with our deity-given light. The storm clouds over the pierced heart reveals the healing rains will mend every wound and healing rains can show up in many forms and through many individuals water is a healing agent so are words so is education and so is meditation this card could just be warning that a storm is brewing and prepare yourself. The Three of Swords can just simply mean there is a delay. Thus, it is all, well, it all comes down to the seeker's question or your question because you may be asking, uh, I am expecting this to happen by this time. And then the card is saying there's going to be a delay. This card may simply mean that you just need to stop and pay attention to see if there is a red flag in your life. So that's good news to be warned of. Just pay a little more attention. And in the past, the Three of Swords is about people of rank or people we consider important. So the next question could be, who influenced uh, influences you and why, or, or who influenced you in the past, and is that still lingering after all these years? Next, the Three of Pentacles. 
Now, the Three of Pentacles card is like all the other pentacles. The scene is very literal and practical. In the scene, it depicts three men having a purposeful meeting in a monastery. You somewhat see the wall sculpture, uh, sculpture there, uh, the, the artist working as he speaks to the others without stopping his work, listening to the others as they are conveying their thoughts regarding the architectural plans. And if you look closely at the plans, he is showing the architectural drawings of the very section of the monastery of which the artist is working. This is showing that this person desires to be clear in black and white about the discussion, literally producing architectural drawings in the meeting. All three men are working as a team, listening to one another, working on a community pro a project in, un in unison, just like the three women in the Three of Cups card. So you see how these, they, they relate to each other so beautifully. And looking closer at this picture, we see one rosette, one symbol of the earth in the center of the rosette, and the center of the three pentacles under the key portion of the arch. The triangle uh, is represented and is right above the three heads of, um, of the group encompassing the three pentacles of protection, representing increase in success is assured when the burden is shared by all. This card mostly focuses on the tradespeople because it is they that set the cornerstone of a, of a project, uh, in other words, physically, uh, and the stone of thought create and finish most physical things that can be seen and touched. Questions offered here are, is a healthy collaborative effort being expressed as you work with a team? The Three of Pentacles shows a collabor uh, collaboration is depicted by the architectural designs a manifestation is seen depicted by the building with which they are standing inside, all started in the mind. So the whole entire process is pictured in one card. All have shown up in the physical world. Other interpretations are you will meet someone new or there is someone around you that has always loved you and now you see this individual with new eyes, or an incredibly talented person has been in your life, and now you are beginning to see how much she can offer the community. This is one of those hidden messages within this card, that this new person is not necessarily a new person at all. But this individual becomes new to you because you have never seen this person in this light before, in this light of community and this light 
of simply recognizing that they are important to you in your life after all. In the past, this card has been called the Lord of Work. The next card is the Empress. As we pull the Empress card from the right away deck, we see the Empress lounging in a field of golden wheat. We see she is the fertility of all creations, thought turning into action, actions becoming manifestations. By the, by the time we hit the number three, this is what happens because the first four cards are the foundation of the entire deck. They form the cog between, uh, within the wheel of the entire deck. So by the time we see the number three, the empress, this is when thought turns into action that creates manifestation. But we're in the action part of this process. The entire deck proclaims we are the forces of nature. This card reveals the subconsciousness after it has been seeded with an idea, which is the beginning of this process. What you believe in your heart is what will be realized. If you can understand how important those around you are, nothing is kept from you. The woman warmed by the sun and crowned by the stars relaxes in comfort. The empress is wearing an imperial 12-star diatom, which is a crown positioned in a cluster shaped like a triangle. Her attributes are universal in nature. Resting next to her is the heart-shaped shield with the symbol of Venus and the symbol of woman. In the Marseille deck, a phoenix is inscribed on this shield. Almost impossible to find the complete woman, uh, female nature, because she shows up differently every time and infinitely faceted and valued. Once overthrown or diminished, her endless energies now arises from the ashes stronger than ever. On the rider weight deck, she wears a casual robe as if to make room for pregnancy. In fact, there are some decks that currently have their empress showing a pregnant uh, stomach. Her white robe displays large red roses, indicating the secret rose once again. That rose is life, the secret that is hidden only to those that choose it to be hidden. More specifically, it, uh, the red roses means buried mystical secrets. And in contrast, the De uh, Marseille deck dresses the empress in layers of stiff, royal vestments. Her hair is bound by myrtle leaves depicting radiant active energy. The seven pearls around her neck represents 
the impossibility for negativity to enter her work. And if it does, it will not remain long. Pearls are another symbol that represents Venus. We now move our attention to what is behind her and and we see a strong waterfall, that consciousness again, and a lush green forest are found behind her. The empress's wings were removed in the right-of-way deck. The wings are feathers of ascension, announcing the sounds of the musical sphere of earth. Listen to the sound of earth, for they have wings. Also removed by the right-of-way deck is a crossing on her globe. The empress holds a a golden scepter with the globe of the world aloft above her head as we are highlighting that a few things are missing or changed in the right-of-way deck. I think it is important to inform you what was there before, so that's why I'm letting you know, so that you can remember that she still wears wings, and so do you. The Empress card depicts an earthly paradise, all that is visible to humans. It has been said in the past she has the many-thorned, the many-minded, I I didn't mean to say thorned, it's throned, she holds the many uh, throned and the many minded and the many wild daughters of Zeus. This card shows the empress in her simplest material form and yet her most spiritual and highest form, the fruitful mother, the only gate to this earthly life. The arms and torso on the D or side deck suggest the symbol of salt. That is the circle with the horizontal line cutting the circle in half. We see the mercury symbol is found on the shield minus the horned god symbol. And the sulfur symbol is an upward triangle with the solar cross beneath it, suggested in the royal vestments in the de Marseille. So divine nature is depicted in this card. No other card is more imperative to focus on the whole card and its parts than this, uh, than this card, her crescent moon, which she placed on her head was also removed in the right-of-way to deck. Even though it has been removed, it does not mean the crescent moon has been taken from her archetypal self because the crescent moon remains with her and us. Next, the hanged man. Here we see a man hanging from a living branch of a tree. And as an aside, there was a time in a few decks long ago within a war, this card represented the traitor. 
Presently, the hanged man seen has evolved into a more positive figure, not if you choose to, to remain and keep it that symbol as the traitor, you're certainly welcome to do that. But I just wanted to show you how evolved a, even a single card can change from one um, meaning to almost the opposite meaning within hundreds of years. And the right away deck has him hanging on a tea tree, while the Desar Marseille deck has the young man hanging from the gallows formed by three large branches representing the triad. The three legs form a full top cross, his arms behind his back, his head and arms form a downward triangle, and his arms form an upward triangle, creating a living tetrahedron. Some old decks have him holding a satchel behind him. His legs form a crossing, thus depicting the red-silver cross entering the fire symbol, which is an, up, uh, an upward triangle, resting on a water symbol, which is the downward triangle. Just for your information, air is an upward triangle with a horizontal line going through it at the point. And the symbol for earth is a downward triangle with a straight horizontal line going through the point. And we see a golden nimbus shining around his head, held in deep meditation. This person is not suffering. His revelation is, the mind lives forever. Consciousness lives forever. This man is ready for a new way of thinking, of living, of being, and being tolerant of others. The card may mean a pause in one's life. It reflects quiet wisdom and adept in spiritual matters. This person is willing to sacrifice for the common good of others. This card presently does not represent death, but possibly a suspended life. The profound significance of this card is covered with a veil just for those that enter meditation. It does not need to be a deep meditation, but like all the cards, there is so much more to each symbol when in meditation. We see the triad of the divine source, the universe, and you. Some get stuck in the intellectual instead of taking the leap of spirit. Ask yourself, are you ready to see beyond the intellectual spectrum? This person has placed himself in this situation and can easily get out of it. The hanged man represents what a person does not know, what he, do, what he does not know. Ask yourself, are you ready to sacrifice or overcome the intellect to move into a spiritual identity 
not, not ignore the intellect, but adding spirit, Odin placed himself upside down on a tree to let go so that he may receive, leaving the big ego behind. We are never finished learning. It takes many lifetimes to learn what is. There are many upside-down concepts taught by the world, and this card says it is time to see things and other perspectives through meditation and through living life fully and trusting in your perspectives. Humility is to acknowledge the divine force residing in us. Begin considering answers beyond intellectual knowledge, paying attention to the secret language of symbol, allowing the life in the tarot to guide you, knowing the knowables and sensing the unknowable. This card represents the cosmos in all its perfection, our secret which lives within all of us, for we are part of the cosmos. This card is showing a full, developed, self-aware soul of consciousness entering this card to see a completely restored humanity and earth and natural perfection. In two words, purpose accomplished. The world. The world card is the key to the story and instruction of the deck. Whenever we are discovering stories within the main story of the deck, it is interesting to pull out the world card and add it to our spread. Then we see the unique ways this card plugs into the rest of the stories. You see, the greater arcanum holds the description of involution in the first ten cards. If we lay out the first 10 cards, we can see this very clearly. As we move past the first 10 cards, we enter the successive initiation phases until we reach the equilibrium of matter and force. This is a gigantic nugget of rich stories for us to enjoy and explore as we meditate on these cards. The world card exhibits the great work and its aspects in many forms. Some say the animals are Ezekiel's apocalypse. Others say they represent the totems and guides who protect and guide us, while others say they represent the four powers of the magician or sphinx, which is to know, to will, to be silent, and to dare. The fifth power, as we know, is the flow with the universe. The eagle represents flow. The lion represents silence. The bull represents to dare. And the winged human represents to will. Now focus on the oval made by leaves, representing the initiate's crown. This crown 
is given to those who enter the unveiled truth, mastering the four guides. This shows the merging and full development of human guide, of humankind. We simply have to be at ease and at peace with ourselves. It sounds like work, but it isn't. Some people say it's a it's much work to try to be at peace. Uh, the super awareness of convergence of the soul and mind, actualizing the triad of the uh, the subconsciousness, consciousness, and the superconsciousness, resulting in the complete awareness of the cosmic consciousness where we are found the crown upon her head was never removed it birthed another crown that has expanded as she now lives outside her intellect she sees her sacred union a union that has always been now she sees she sees her transformation she sees her self-actualization. She sees spirit. The large floating crown dawns into two red crossings shaped in the infinity symbol, a pure, unobstructed life, which was once inside her and now is, is now expressed outside and to all universes. Once the secret language of symbol is expressed, synthesized, and integrated, it is then the women, the woman, spinning two wands, forever ushering in the radiant spiral of creativity. She dances as her partner, the sun, Unite, proclaiming in unison strength, light, sight, and the sun are the four servants of the stars. Meditation with a pure heart reveals all the symbols. The great work is already accomplished. Rejoice, because our sun is our mother and father. Our moon is our mother and father. The earth, our mother and father. Goddess and God is our mother and father. The main difference of the right-of-way deck is that the woman is in the act of ascension, while the de Marseille the woman has one foot on the ground. Both decks show her forming a fourth crossing with her legs. This card expresses the union and awakening of all humankind has already taken place. We just have forgotten it again. Animals, plants, the mountains, Every element, the vastness of the stars are waiting 
because they already know they are children of the divine and are divine. They already know there is no death or anything standing between them and and source. And we, we know the same. Once humans, one by one, believe and act as if we are all divine, we then become humbled and open inside this great truth. Once we believe and act as if we are all divine, we see we have always been forever eternal, always queens, always kings of the universe. We have always had the choice to be separate or united from this great truth, to fight or re-enter peace. This is our choice. There is nothing to strive for or gain, only remembering what is, becoming more patient and never considering diminishing another's life. The world is but a speck of dust that spins in a vast moving universe. We are bigger than the universe while behaving as if we are a speck of dust in our own backyard. We know our own backyard is the universe as the universe lives in all of us. Like her ever-growing crown, we have no beginning or no end. Until next time, blessed be.